0: What's going on? What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? I'm your host, Grand Hefe, and get ready for another episode of Unpopular Opinion. Hey man, how y'all doing today, man? I'm back. Um today is uh Monday, August 6th, 2018. Uh I know y'all really haven't heard my voice in a while. Last week was a little bit uh difficult on me. Uh, I was run I was, you know, trying to get moved to to a new place. Uh didn't really have no Wi Fi. So a lot of the shows that I recorded for you guys last week, um I couldn't even post them because either, you know, it would cut off in the middle of a of a segment. That's why if you guys noticed, on the Monday episode it just cut off on me. Um so this week is better. I'm in my new place. Wi Fi is good. So we won't even have that issue. Back to regular schedule. This week uh it's gonna be a change, you know, because see, um, I haven't been able to to get with you guys. Um Over really over these past two weeks because one the news has been dead so the week the week prior to last week you know I wasn't doing any shows um I was just doing you know the show the live YouTube shows and then last week uh the internet I couldn't I couldn't do that many shows but this week we're gonna get back to the way that the unpopular podcast unpopular opinion podcast really really is we're gonna go back to doing it Monday through Friday we're gonna start at twelve. 12 noon mountain standard time that's 2 p.m eastern standard time um so uh and you guys can follow me right here on anchor this is where i recorded at uh initially uh so if you want to follow along while i'm recording those are the times that i record uh and then you know i'll get them out to apple itunes and google play um accordingly um around 1 p.m Uh, mountain standard time 3 p.m um eastern standard time uh make sure you guys follow uh if you're not already doing it make sure you guys follow me on instagram and twitter at grand jefe g-r-a-n-x-j-e-f-e no spaces grand jefe uh that way um without further ado man let's get to the show man because uh we we, we kind of missed some of this news last week we're gonna start off with, with urban meyer man you know urban meyer is, is Ohio State has placed him on uh, administrative leave, uh, with pay right now, which is you know a lot of you know that's that's the way it happens. A lot of times, you if you notice a lot of the officers when they get when they're investigated, you know they get paid leave. That's normally how it happens. That's why you have unions. You know unions set those rules, and you know those you know that the company has to follow. Anyways, he's on paid leave, um, with the situation dealing with his uh. Former defensive coordinator Zach Smith and his wife, Courtney Smith. Um, Courtney Smith, you know, she said that she she claims that uh, Urban Meyer knew of the incident. Now in twenty fifth this happened in twenty fifteen, by the way. Um back in twenty fifteen, uh July twenty-fourth, twenty fifteen, um uh Urban Meyer stood on the podium at media day and said he knew nothing about what was going on he he knew nothing about any complaints that uh Miss Courtney Smith had the defendant or the alleged victim uh in the situation uh not the alleged victim sorry the victim in in, in 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 the situation now on Friday he said he failed and I quote failed he said he failed when he denied not knowing now I don't know about y'all but when, 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 when a person tell you that they don't know anything and then later on when the facts start coming out, now you, now you failed, like that don't make any sense to me. Now, Courtney Smith also provided, uh, you know, text messages uh, to uh, ESPN, an employee at ESPN, uh, saying that, you know, she was exchanging text messages with Urban Meyer's wife. Now, also before I get onto that, Urban Meyer also said he didn't he didn't handle the situation correctly, and in his job he needs to have it needs to be clear he needs to be clear, compassionate, and completely accurate. Completely accurate. Now, uh, Miss Courtney Smith um, said that she was exchanging text messages during this time with uh, Urban Meyer's wife of that incident in past incidents. Now, I don't know how y'all are, uh, you know, if you have a significant other girlfriend, wife, you know, boyfriend, husband, however you want to put it. Um when somebody works for you, or just in general, normally when something happened, normally the first person that you go tell is your your significant other. Like, you know, that's the stuff that normal people talk about, you know, and especially being that if you're married and this this player or this coach works for your husband and, you know, the wife of one of those said players or coaches exchanges text messages with them and tell them that his employee or player has been assaulting them. Domestic, you know, domestic violence. He's been hitting and beating on them. I can, I can, I'm I'm not 100% sure, but I'm about 98% sure the wife told Urban Meyer what happened. Which is the reason why he said he failed when he denied that he didn't know anything when he got on that stand in July twenty fourth, twenty fifteen, and said he knew nothing about it. We, 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 we all know. We all knew from the get go that's a lie. You know, I was I was texting I was texting one of my friends uh, this morning, and I was telling him like, "Listen, man, that's the way. That's the way of sports. Anything that's going to take away from the winning." Nobody want to hear that if you guys remember back when all of this the you know the domestic violence stuff really started happening and it really took you know stage back uh when you know it happened with, with with Ray rice right you know and when initially if you if you do if you guys do remember not to get too far off topic if you guys remember when it first happened they only gave him a two roger goodell only gave him a two game suspension so that lets you know right right away how 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 you know, the leagues care feel about, you know, domestic violence. Men hitting women. They don't really care. They, to be honest, they only care about winning. That's it. They only care about winning. Because if they cared about more than just winning, they cared about people. Guess what? Ray Rice would have had More than a two-game suspension. Now, it wasn't until the video came out that they tried to suspend him longer. And at that point, it don't make no sense because now you're punishing him for the same thing, which you cannot do. You already gave him two games for the domestic violence. Why do you need to see a video? Why do you need to see how bad he hit her or how bad he beat her or whatever, you know, he did? You know, just not only just Ray Rice, just in general. Why do we need to see videos of, of, of... of of something for you to bring down a harsh penalty. Same thing with, with with Greg Hardy. When it first came out, nobody really cared. It wasn't until the pictures came out and then the context that oh he threw her on a better guns. And it's listen, um to be honest, uh he threw her on a on the on better guns. And then that's when and then that's when, you know, oh man, he's such a bad person. He threw her on the bed with guns. Like but beforehand you don't care about the, the actual domestic violence, the actual events that took place. See, see, the, the these leagues are more of, of reactive instead of being proactive. See, see, they want to wait until the public gets outraged. They wait until the public get outraged, and then that's when they want to act like they care. I always say this is the generation of fake caring. Everybody fake cares about everything, and then it blows right on over. You know, uh, back to the Urban Meyer situation. He got up on that stand and you know in twenty fifteen and said he knew nothing about it. Then he said, unfortunately and and this is urban Meyer unfortunately at big at big Ten media days on july twenty fourth I fell on many of these fronts. My intention was not to say anything inaccurate or misleading, however, I was not adequately prepared to discuss the sensitive personal issues with the media and I apologize for the way I handled the questions. Now I'm just going to call BS. Now first off he said unfortunately what you mean unfortunately a woman was a woman was physically assaulted. What you mean unfortunately he got daughters what if what if what if what if his daughter married an athlete and or a coach and she beat, and he beat on her. And then the coach get up there and say, "I don't know nothing about it." And then say, "Unfortunately, you know, I I mishandled or or you know I failed on many fronts." What like what? What does that even mean? It's either you knew about it or you didn't know about it. And it's clearly you knew about it. So it ain't no unfortunately. You intentionally lied. That's what you did. It's called a lie, Urban Meyer. It it ain't, unfortunately, it it ain't, it ain't, my intentions was never to say anything inaccurate or misleading. Oh, really? Oh, really? That wasn't your intention at all, was it, huh? No, that that, that wasn't your intentions, right? To say anything inaccurate. So, how wasn't it not your intention to say anything inaccurate when you already knew what happened? Or at least you was already aware of the situation and you didn't question him about it. You you didn't you didn't launch your own investigation, so you're not doing your due diligence as the head coach of a football team who, who's supposed to be trying to make men and show them the right way. You you ain't you how how is it you you didn't mean to say anything inaccurate or misleading? That don't make any sense. When you know the truth, that's like somebody come to me and say, Hey, man, listen, I punched her in her face the other day. And then the police come question me and I say, I have no, I I don't know anything that 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 went on. But then I get up afterwards, after I'm caught in my lies now, you know, because she she provided the text messages. And it goes back to the Calangelo thing. If you didn't do it, your wife did it. Either way, you're guilty because you're the head, right? <laughs> you're you're the head. So 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 it doesn't matter whether his wife just knew. Because I guarantee you, him and his wife talk about that kind of stuff. I guarantee you he didn't he didn't get up on the podium and he was blindsided and didn't know anything about the situation. So how can you say you didn't know that you didn't want to mislead anybody or say anything inaccurate? That is a lie. That is a lie. Then he says, however, I was not adequately prepared to discuss the sensitive personal issues with the media. What you mean you wasn't you wasn't adequately prepared how what what, what do you need to do? prepared to tell you a lie, right? <laughs> you wasn't you was not prepared to, to you know to think that, that this was gonna go as long as it did. That's that's what it was. What you mean? Adequately prepared. You have a woman texting your wife, like I say, I'm I can't be a hundred percent sure because I wasn't there that his wife told him what was going on. But my guess is his wife told him what was going on. Cause when he got up to the podium, it's not like that was new news to him. So he had obviously heard it from somewhere. So what you mean you wasn't adequately prepared? How prepared do you need to be to say that a guy is physically assaulting his wife? I, like, <laughs> I, 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 I just don't get it. You know, I do not get it. What you mean you wasn't adequately prepared to the sensitive personnel issues? I said personal earlier. I'm sorry. I, I was already reading what I wanted to read. Personnel issues. Person, sensitive personnel issues. No, this is public issue now. It Once you go put your hand on, on, on a woman or man, you put woman, you put your hand on a man. See, because that also gets overlooked. And, you know, this show is called Unpopular Opinion for a reason. You know, going back to the Ray Rice issue. If you look at what happened in the video, she slapped him two or three times before he even before he even did anything to her. But nobody condemned her for that nobody nobody gets mad at the woman because you know why? oh, the man is so much stronger, but we all want equality right women are women are are, are speaking for it or asking for equality, right No women don't really want equality because if they if they if they want equality they, it that'd be a bad thing that that'd be a bad thing. you think about it. Blake Griffin just had to pay his ex-fiancee $258,000 a month for child support for two kids that's five and two. Tell me on what planet that two kids of toddler size or any size, let alone any, any size, but five and two year old, what five and two year old need $258,000 a month, but they preaching for equality. No, they don't really want equality. That's not what they want. That's, that's not what they want at all. John Franklin III, who quarterback, most of you guys don't, don't know him because he he's a small name. He he used to be a quarterback uh, at Florida State a couple years ago, about two, three years ago. But he had to transfer, and now he plays for Auburn. Now, you go back and watch the video when he's in the club, the, the video that got him kicked out of Florida State where he had to go to junior college and then transfer to another university. If you look, all he's doing is sliding to the bar, he he's in a bar. It's crowded. If you, everybody know how it works in a bar. He's going up to the bar. the 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 young lady in in the video appears to try to slap him one time. He caught her hand, and you clearly can see he's saying something to her. Obviously, I'm not there, but if somebody's trying to slap me, I'm obvious, and I grab your hand. I'm probably gonna say something to the effect of like, "What are you doing? Like, 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 chill out with all that, you know? Especially being a woman, like, chill out with all that." Then you see. Then you you see her try to knee him in his private, right? So he then he punched her. Now I'm not for men hitting women. I have daughters, but I'm just I'm just letting you know that if you go off and, 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 and you want to be Miss Miss Bad, a listen, and you putting your hand on men, then I can only I can only say you you get what you deserve because. You didn't have to put your hand on him. You you, because he didn't put his hand on you. Just like the Ray Rice situation from the video, he didn't put he didn't put his hand on her. She slapped him twice, two or three times, walking up to the elevator. And then in the elevator, we yeah. all know what happened. But nobody condemned the women in these situations. Nobody say it's the woman's fault in this situation. You know why? Because, see, see, this is such a PC community, you know, a PC world now, that you can't say anything now about a woman without everybody getting, getting, getting over the top. But back to the situation at hand, Urban Meyer. There was no reports that this woman, Courtney Smith, put her hands in any way on her husband, Zach Smith. Now, that means you don't put your hand on her. So at this point, you get what you deserve. And Urban Meyer, back to you, my guy. Back to you, because I, I ain't forgot about you. What what does that mean that you, you, wasn't, you wasn't prepared to discuss that? And then he says, I apologize for the way I handled those questions. No, you don't. You're apologizing because now it's to the forefront. Because if you apologize how you handled those questions, you would have already been apologized before the heat gets caught up on you see now you're just trying to save, save your savior behind now now you're trying to save that money because now if they find you guilty of this which i'm pretty sure as well it's pretty to me it's pretty clear cut you 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 clearly said that you failed on when he denied not knowing about the event you also said you didn't handle the situation correctly like there's only one way to handle the situation in this situation in this scenario right here, there's only one way to handle this 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 situation. And that's one, you should have already had launched an investigation. You should have already told your administration about what was going on, what was sent to your wife. You should have already fired him at that point instead of letting everything go on. And then now you're trying to backpedal. Now you're trying to walk back all of the stuff that you said back then. It don't work like that, Urban Meyer. Now, like I said, Ohio State has put him on a 14-day paid leave. Uh, we'll see at the end of their investigation uh, what what route they're going to go. And we're definitely going to revisit this coming up soon. Don't worry, Urban Meyer. We got more for you whenever, whenever more information come out. We got more for you on the Unpopular Opinion Podcast. Moving right along, stand right here in the NFL because NFL is hot, man. This news, this news of the NFL, you know, NFL is really starting to heat up. Everybody's in training camp. We just had the Hall of Fame game last week, which we which we're going to talk about uh, later on. Not really the game per se, but Lamar Jackson uh, to be in in particular. But moving right along, man. Kevin Benjamin. Kevin Benjamin has some choice words to say about. Um, about his former quarterback, Cam Newton, who he played with for three seasons. Well, he was in Carolina for three, three three-and-a-half seasons, but only played with Cam Newton for two-and-a-half, obviously because in 2015 um, he had uh, Torres ACL and and camp, and he missed all of that year except for, what, I believe one game that he came back for at the end of the year. Uh, But for the most part, he missed all of 2015. Uh, No, he didn't come back at all in 2015. I'm sorry. Uh, he missed. He missed. All, he missed all the games in 2015 with the torn ACL that he suffered in practice, um, a non-contact injury. But getting to getting to my man Kevin Benjamin. I love Kevin Benjamin. He's a Seminole. Uh, he's one of the reasons why we won the national championship back in 2013, 2014 when he caught the pass from James Winston in the end zone that resulted in Florida State beating Auburn uh, in the last uh, BCS uh, championship game. Um, but he said, I mean, if I I mean, I felt like I would have been even more successful if, I don't know, man, if I would have, looking back on it, I should have just been drafted by somebody else. Now, let's just stop there. We didn't hear none of this from Kelvin Benjamin when he was catching touchdowns from Camden. That was his brother. Oh, man, we taking pictures together. This is my brother for life right here. But now all of a sudden... You got done wrong by the organization. Now you felt like you should have just been drafted by somebody else. Let's keep it moving," he said. Um, "I should have, I should have, I should have never went to Carolina. Truly, I just think Carolina was bad for me. It was a bad fit for me. It was a bad fit from the get go. If you would have put me with any other quarterback, let's be real, you know what I'm saying? Any any other accurate quarterback now like Rodgers Eli or Big Ben anybody anybody quarterbacks with knowledge that know how to place a ball and give a better and give you a better chance to catch it it just felt like i wasn't in that position now we just seen the same thing from Des Bryant, right? He goes on his Twitter tirade, you know, and he unleashes everything on Jerry Jones, Stephen Jones, Dak Prescott, Sean Lee. Now, I was with Des Bryant because I showed you the numbers of Des Bryant pre and post Dak, Dak Prescott. Before Dak Prescott, he was he was top three receiver in the league. We was talking about who's better between him, Julio, and Antonio Brown. Those were real discussions. And then he gets that Prescott, and his numbers decline. So I'm with Dez Bryant. I'm with Des Bryant. I am with des bryant i can not be with you on this, Kelvin Benjamin. One, because you haven't had the season you had since you left Cam Newton. You haven't done anything remotely good since you left there. You had Tyrod Taylor last year. You had Nathan Peterman last year. How did that work out for you? Huh? I, I'm pretty sure Cam feel like if I had Antonio Brown, Odell Beckham, Julio Jones, I'm pretty sure I would have a better completion percentage. I'm pretty sure Cam feel the same way, too. Cam, Cam was when, when when you got traded, Cam was sad. Cam put pictures on Instagram talking about how he let my dog go. And this is how you and this is how you repay him. This is how you were paid by saying you wish you would have had an accurate quarterback. That don't make any sense. That don't make any sense to me. I'm pretty sure you had over a thousand yards, nine touchdowns in your rookie year and haven't touched that since. You have not touched that since. Not to mention you mad at Cam Newton now. So you just want to lash out at everybody, right? You just want to, cause, cause we didn't hear those. We didn't hear those things when you was, when you was putting up those numbers, right? When you when you was getting the ball, we didn't hear that, right? Cam Newton didn't make you show up the camp overweight. You did that. You showed up the camp camp ov- overweight, two hundred and seventy something plus pounds. Cam Newton didn't do that for you. He didn't do that for you. Not to mention, not to mention, Cam Newton won the MVP of the whole entire league the year that you wasn't there. He did that with Scrubs, like Tag In, who couldn't catch a cold in Alaska, butt naked in the middle of an ocean. And you, without you, he made it to the Super Bowl. Now the defense was a big part of that, but Cam Newton was also on that team. It's also him. It's also on him to to put the ball where it at. And you just don't become MVP of the whole NFL by just being. Widely inaccurate. Now, Cam Newton is inaccurate. He throws balls kind of high. He's a big guy. He throws them high. He throws them hard. But Kevin Benjamin, you're six five, my guy. Where do you want him to put the ball at? Now, I'm not a I'm not a very tall guy. I'm about I'm about six one. You know, I hate it when when I play football when when my quarterback threw the ball when I got a five eight defender on me five ten defender on me and, and and he throwing the ball at my chest. Instead of throwing the ball up so I can go get the ball. So, you're 6'5", my guy. What else do you want him to do? Not to mention, I thought he did a pretty good job when he was throwing the ball to you. Did he miss some? Of course. But I'm pretty sure you dropped some passes also, right? You wasn't perfect, right? So, I'm pretty sure Cam Newton wishes he had somebody that didn't drop as many balls as you. You know? Yeah, I, I, I'm pretty sure that's how. I'm pretty sure that's how Cam Newton feels, right now. He also said, because I, I I I can't I cannot forget to put this one in here, you know, because I love when guys start to make these excuses, you know. See see these excuses, excuses are like buttholes. Everybody got one, you know. And 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 what I seen from Kevin Benjamin, that's let's just get to it. He says on his Twitter, he 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 takes to Twitter. I'm just crazy then. I was the one who buried my mom and skipped the grievance process to get back and help the team. Let's stop there. I hate when people try to play victim now. So now, just because you buried your mom, now, now, now that's the reason why stuff didn't work out now, right? Huh? Now, now, now you want to place the place, 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 blame. Now you want to make excuses now, right? Is that why you showed up to camp overweight and when you have a job to do? I'm not telling you not to grieve. I'm not telling anybody not to grieve. But I'm telling you is you got a job to do, you know. When you go to your job every day, your boss really don't care what you got going on in your personal life. Because when you show up to work, take your time. Take your time. Because, see, nobody is rushing him. Everybody know what people, moms, mean to them. Ain't nobody rushing you to get back. You did that for your own benefit. You should have took, you know, and it's the same thing with Isaiah Thomas. His sister dies. The next day, he's playing in the game, and then the team get rid of him. When are you athletes are going to realize that these teams care nothing about you? They don't care. They don't care about what you have going on. Only thing they care about is their bottom line. And at this point, Kevin Benjamin, you should have stayed home and, 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 and grieved that then. But when you show up to work, you show up to work. Nobody cares what you got going on. When you show up to work, you show up to work. No excuses. That ain't got nothing to do with why you showed up at at camp 280 pounds. You know? Moving right along. He says, let's be real. It was all fake. And to be honest, I was salty. Who wouldn't be? See, that's your problem right there. You just, you said it. You said it right there. It ain't Cal Newton. It ain't Cal Newton being inaccurate. It it, it ain't got nothing to do with that. You were salty. You said it. I was salty. Who wouldn't be? So now, so now you're getting all emotional. You're getting all in your feelings. And, And you acting soft. You acting sensitive. So now you want to just lash out at somebody else. No, Kelvin Benjamin. Had you not showed up to camp overweight, you probably would still be on that team. You showed up to camp overweight to the point where they were going to find you because you showed up overweight. As a matter of fact, I think they did find him because he showed up overweight. They told him he had to get down to a certain weight. You were fat. When you show up to work, listen, it only takes you about an hour to work out every day. I'm just saying. Listen, man, I haven't buried my mom. And I pray that I don't have to do that anytime soon. But I'm just letting you know, if I got a job to do, if I'm getting paid millions of dollars to be physically fit. Guess what I'm going to be when I come to camp physically fit. I may be still grieving. I may still be mourning, but I have a job to do at the end of the day, because if I don't do that job, guess what? I won't have one. And now your mom done died in vain. Not really died in vain, but you did all that. And now you done lost the one thing that you had left. It ain't nobody else's fault, Kelvin Benjamin. You said it yourself. You were salty. I just been holding it in and now I'm free. Hate me and love me. Man, listen, that's sensitive traits, my guy. That is sensitive traits. You're mad because you wanted to be in Carolina and you're not in Carolina no more. They, they shipped your behind up to Buffalo to go play with nobody. And now you got A.J. McCarron and Josh Rosen. We're going to see. Right? Cam Newton was so inaccurate, right, that you wish you could have been playing with somebody like, like Aaron Rodgers or Eli Manning. Accurate. and Big Ben. Man, get out of here with that. You showed up to Cam Boa Cam Newton won MVP without you. Cam Newton went to the Super Bowl without you. He won rookie of the year without you. He did all that without Kevin Benjamin. And I hate to do this because he's a Seminole. But listen, I call a spade a spade. I call a spade a spade. It, it, listen, man. I listen, you guys going to get the reel from me. I don't hold anything back. Kevin Benjamin, man, get yourself together. Sean McDermott, he, he talked to Kevin Benjamin. He said... Kevin did already know this, but he said he's done with it. He's not going to contact, you know, uh, Cam Greg Olson came to, to Cam Newton defense as he should. So Greg olson been there all those years. He's been there with, with, with Cam Newton since he came in, and Greg Olson ain't had no problem. And Greg Olson has been considered as one of the top tight ends in the, in the NFL ever since. So not ever since Cam because he was already that before Cam, but he hasn't fell off. So it can't be Cam Newton. The common denominator is you. Cam got all these accolades without you. Greg Olsen got all these accolades without you. But now it's Cam Newton's fault because he's so inaccurate. Come on, man. Get out your feelings, bro. Get out your feelings. Moving right along. Stand right here in, in in the NFL. Lamar Jackson, they played the Hall of Fame game uh, last week. The Baltimore Ravens beat the uh, beat the uh, thing. How? Ha- why do I always do that? It, it it seemed like every time I have a thought, I get on there and boom, something. It, it seemed like I always, it seemed like, it seemed like I always forget. And now I can't even remember because I didn't even write it down who they played. I just forgot. Um, I forgot who, who they played. But anyways, um, the, uh, the Ravens played in the hall of fame game, um, The Ravens played in the Hall of Fame game last week. And, um, Lamar Jackson, man, I have been saying that they played against the Bears. I don't know how I forgot that because I always tease my boy. I was teasing my boy about how sorry the Bears are going to be. Um, that's probably why I forgot because they're just so, 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 so trash. But anyways, uh... The Ravens they defeated the Bears uh, seventeen the sixteen. Uh, and listen, man, I said it from the get go about Lamar Jackson. I said it in college. People called me a hater, even when he won the, the Heisman Trophy. I can't argue with the numbers he had, you know. Obviously, because he 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 is a great athlete. And everybody who's a great college athlete, we all know when they get to the NFL, normally it don't work out in the NFL because all that stuff you did in college, you can't do that in the NFL. Listen, these guys are gonna catch on to you running the ball. They will. No matter how fast you are. Vic was fast too. They're going to catch on to that. And there's are going to come a time where you have to make plays from the pocket. And I've always said, he's not a guy who can make plays from the pocket. He was 4 of 10, 33 yards, a touchdown, an interception. He also had eight carries for 25 yards. Now, that's the, that's the one thing I've always had with Lamar Jackson. That he runs more than he throws. Now, you're going to say, well, he didn't. Oh, he didn't. He had 10 10 passes. Yeah, but he had eight carries. Now, what what NFL team wants that much running from their franchise player? Cam Newton don't even run that much. He runs a lot, but even Cam Newton don't run that much. Even Cam Newton knows, I got to make plays from the pocket. If I want to be successful in this league, I got to make plays from the pocket. Because as big, as fast, as strong as Cam Newton is, listen, those guys are just as big, just as fast, and just as strong. I've seen Cam Newton take some monster hits, but Lamar Jackson. It goes back to what he said. Accuracy has always been the issue with him. I said it. If you go back and watch him, and I watched him because he played in the ACC, my Seminoles played him. Even even though he thrashed my Seminoles, you know the year that that, that he won the Heisman, he was wildly inaccurate. He, and when you have to, when you make Lamar Jackson make throws, when you make him make throws. He's, he's way less effective. He only hit wide open receiver. I always say this to people when I talk about Lamar Jackson, right? You know, I always say, if you go back and look at his highlight tape, your highlight tape is supposed to be some of the most amazing things that you've done that year. It's supposed to make people be like, dang. Boy, that was a nice throw. When you're looking at Lamar Jackson highlight film, all you say is, dang, he running. Dang, he running. Because all of his touchdown throws are to wide-open receivers. And I mean wide-open receivers. That year that they played Florida State, um, the year they played Florida State, and he won the Heisman back in 2016, uh, 2016, 2017 year, he had five touchdowns that game. Three of them was rushing. As I said, all he do is run. And the two passing touchdowns he had was to wide open receivers. And when I, say, when I say wide open, I'm talking about like nobody within five or 10 yards of them. And if you know in the football field, if you're five yards behind somebody, you're 30 yards behind somebody. That's wide open. And if you're a quarterback at the college, and I hear people say, well, 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 you still have to be able to make that throw. Well, I would expect him to make that throw. He's a college athlete. You, you, you are a college athlete. You should be making that throw. I know high school people. I know high school quarterbacks that can make those throws. It ain't nothing special about that. When you see Lamar Jackson, he's not throwing anybody open. He's throwing to wide open receivers, and he did it again last night. Even on the touchdown, I mean, the uh, last week, even in the touchdown pass that he threw to Hurst, he Hurst was wide open, and he almost and he and he almost threw it behind him. Hers had to adjust his body to catch the ball behind him. Come on, man! Like he and then he threw an interception where the cornerback was clearly sitting on it. Terrible thrown ball. He threw it to the inside. The receiver was sitting outside. Listen, these are stuff that he's going to have to get fixed. And if he do not fix these issues, he will not challenge anybody in, in the NFL. You know, I don't see him challenging. Uh, Joe Flacco. I can see Joe Flacco messing up and, them, and they putting him in, obviously because that's their first-round pick. And you ain't drafting a guy in the first round to let him sit on the bench when you're when your starter is struggling, for the most part. But I don't see him challenging uh, Joe Flacco because I don't think he's a good quarterback. I just don't. I think Lamar Jackson is going to be a bust. Outside of his running ability, he don't provide anything else in the passing game. And when his running not working... When, because he uses his run to set up the pass. When that run stop working, which it will, which it will, it will stop. You're gonna have to make plays from the pocket, and Lamar Jackson can't do that, especially on throws outside the number. If you look at though, if you look at his incompletions from that game, and the interception from that game, they were all throws outside the numbers. He can make those little intermediate th- intermediate route throws. The little slants, you know, the little end breaking routes. That's 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 close. You know. He 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 can do that. But he can't make plays from the pocket, throwing the ball deep down the field. He has a big arm, but it's inaccurate. Now, I did the show last week on YouTube, uh, RTF Sports Live. Make sure you guys catch us every Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday. Tuesdays and Thursday, we have moved the time from from twelve from ten, uh, from twelve noon to nine to nine forty five eastern standard time nine forty five a m eastern standard time that's seven forty five mountain standard time tuesdays and thursdays so uh make sure you keep out for that time we will be we will be on air tomorrow like i said nine forty five a m eastern standard time seven a m uh mountain standard time but I said on the show last week when we were discussing uh before the Hall of Fame game, we were just, you know, discussing what we thought would happen, um, and I, you know, and I said, RG3, be, having RG3 on that roster is going to be a huge plus, and, you know, my co-host Matthew Live, who's going to be on, Matthew Lyle from Cross Board Network, he's going to be, he, during football season, I'm going to have him on the show, we're going to do game picks, we're going to do all of that kind of stuff, discuss stuff in detail, uh... He was like, he, he just basically laughed at the idea of RG3, you know, being, you know, suitable. All I know is RG3, in, in that game the other day, he was 7-for-11, 58 yards in the touchdown. RG3 is no slouch. RG3 is no slouch. And he's a veteran who's been in this league. Matter of fact, he's the last quarterback that got a win for my Cleveland Browns. But he's no slouch on a serious note. And he can still play the quarterback position. And when you watched him the other day, you didn't see a guy that's that's rusty. You didn't see a guy that couldn't play. He seemed like he's starting to have more understanding of offense, trying to be more of a pocket passer, knowing that running is not going to get you there all the time in the NFL. You're going to have to make plays. And I say it, having a veteran like RG3 on that roster is going to do so many wonders for Lamar Jackson because they have similar, the same game. Run, 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 set up my run with my pass now r g three can shed some light on the young guy listen you're gonna have to start making plays from the pocket you're gonna have to start you know uh working on your passing game now i you know i told i told one of my friends about this was about, about probably about seven eight months ago when he was still in college the problem now with the black athlete that plays quarterback is you grow up and you so much of an athlete you so fat you so much faster than everybody else that most of these 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 little league coaches and high school coaches, they don't care about, uh, about your development. They can care less about your development. They care about their wins and losses. So what are they going to do? They're going to put the best players out there, and even in college, it's the same way. They're going to put the best players in the position that they think is going to help them succeed. Knowing Lamar Jackson is not a quarterback. He plays the quarterback position, but he is not a quarterback by any stretch of the imagination. Um, He's been so much faster than everybody else that all the coaches just automatically put him at quarterback. Listen, you're going to touch the ball because at this point in high school and in college, you know one player can dominate. One player can change the whole face of everything. You know, and Lamar Jackson is one of those guys in college, in high school, he can be a quarterback because he's an athlete. He's better than everybody else. The problem with the black athlete nowadays is they don't take the time to... Go to these camps and be pocket quarterbacks. Like a Jameis Winston. You know, they don't, they don't take they they only use the athleticism to get them by. And yeah, it's gonna get you to the league, but that's not gonna sustain you in the league. That's not gonna get you that that big second and third contract that some of these guys are, are, are assigned. It's gonna get you a second and third contract because your quarterback and your position is valued in the NFL and your talent is valued in the NFL, but that's not gonna get you the big bucks. So a lot of these kids, what they need to start doing when they're growing up in Little League is work on their footwork, work on their QB vision, work on their arm, work on their accuracy, work on reading defense, work on what to do if this if the DB sits here, what to do if the DB bails over here, what to do if I get a fake blitz over here from the from the from the wheel linebacker or from the Sam linebacker, or I get a fake um, double A gap blitz from you know right you know what to do in those situations the athletes nowadays the black athletes they're not doing that i'm fast that's all i need to do that's going to get me to the next level yes it is but you need to work on your skills in order to be sustained at the next level but we're going to have more from lamar jackson we're going to have a whole nfl season they already said they're probably going to put him into certain packages so Certain packages mean run packages. Like, <laughs> you, you know you're not valued as a quarterback if they're putting you in, if they're going to only put you in just to run the ball. But I digress. Moving on, man, out of the NFL uh, to the last topic that I got of the day. Uh, and this one right here is kind of near and dear to me. Not really near and dear. I won't say that because that, that makes it seem like I'm totally invested. Uh, but I'm, I'm kind of invested. Um, Kyler Murray. The... Quarterback uh, at Ohio State. Uh, a lot of you guys know me. Transferred from um, from another university, but he was Baker's Mayfield backup last year, right? Um, now he got drafted by the Oakland A's in the uh, first round, ninth pick of the draft this this past year. He he's getting a four point six million dollar four point sixty six million dollar signing bonus. Now, a lot of people was wondering, like, well, I thought you was talking about football while we're talking about baseball. I I brung that up to show that or to say this. He's already signed the contract. He's already has a four point six six million dollars signing bonus. That means you get that as soon as you sign, my guy. Soon as you sign and you clear everything, you good. That's that's yours. You don't have to wait on anything else. Now, the NCAA is still allowing him to play football because it says once you sign a baseball contract, you can still play football. Now, to me, that just don't make any sense to me. Because if anybody knows anybody, anything about the rules of, of the NCAA, we all know these athletes can't even sign their own signature and get paid for it. But now I can go sign a baseball contract Worth four point six million dollars and I can still play college football. Whereas I can't even where if I get an agent, if I sign an agent, I can't even come back and play college football no more. I can't even come back and play college athletics no more. If I go sign an agent, if I wanna put my name in the draft and I go sign an agent, now I'm done. I can't I can't come back and play college sports. Why? Because now I done signed an agent. But you're telling me a guy can go play can sign a baseball contract and still be able to play in the NFL. Now, something about that just does not sit right with me at all. That doesn't make any sense to me where I can't even sign my signature. I can't sign my signature and get paid for my signature, something that I work hard for. And I, But he can go sign a baseball scholarship worth $4 mil and still be able to play? Something is not right about that, and it just does not make any sense to me. Where these college athletes, some of them are living, are living, you know, bummy. You know, yeah, they get their free education. They, you know, they they get all the gear from the school. They get to go eat, but you do know these guys also have lives, right? And and I get it, man. Listen, the school give them their 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 stipends for being athletes. And people are saying, "Just shut up and take it." You're getting free education, and listen, I get what you're saying. But the NCAA is also telling them they can't go get a job and get extra money because that's against NCAA violations. The NCAA is also telling them they can't they can't get paid for any of their likeness, or that's against NCAA violation. So yeah, I'm with you. You're getting free education. you getting free you're getting free gear. You get to go play all over the world. You got free tutors. You get free food. But it still does not change the fact that the NCAA does not require them to take money from anybody. They can't go work because that's against NCAA violations. So that's my only issue. That's my issue there. That you telling them they can't go make no more money no kind of way. Because... Because no other college student right can, can, can have a job, correct right? Like that don't make any sense. There's plenty of college athletes with jobs, and you're telling the athlete, "Listen, you can't go get a job and get paid because that that's a violation of the NCAA rules. That don't make any sense to me, but a guy can go go sign a baseball scholarship for four million dollars and he can still go play, and he can still play. How does that make any sense? It doesn't. I and I, I, I know it don't make any sense. I I know that don't make any sense. It, it 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 literally makes no sense at all. I already know this. But according to the NCAA, see that's their way of you know of, of holding them back. In tennis, you can go straight to the pro straight out of high school. In golf, you can turn pro before you even before you even before you even a legal adult. Swimming. You can do this. Trap. You can do all of this stuff. Baseball. You could go straight from out of high school. Can somebody tell me why football and basketball are the sports that you can't? No? Oh, okay. Because, you know, uh, listen, man. I ain't going to get on, on, on the race topic. I'm not even going to get on, on that side of things. But let's just say... The NFL and and, 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 and basketball make up, the the black athletes make up about 70, 75% of the NFL. They make up about 85% of the NBA. Those are the only two sports that you can't go pro in. Now, also, the white athletes, the Asian athletes, the Hispanic athletes, they also can't go pro. But I'm just saying in the predominantly black sports, football and basketball, are the only sports that they tell you that you can't go pro in. Oh, you're not ready to handle that kind of money. But I guess the tennis player is and the golf and the golf player is and and the swimmer and the track athlete and the baseball who who makes more money than any other sport. I guess they're ready right At at 17, 18 to make millions of dollars. But you're telling me that I need to learn how to manage my money. So you need to go to college. That don't make any sense. That makes absolutely no sense. NCAA, please, please, please revise that rule. If you're not gonna let these athletes get paid off of their money, off their likeness, then at least let them be able to go get a job. So they can so they can have their own money. Cause they're only getting paid when they're in season. Not to mention, if you wanted the bottom the bottom um Portion of your athletics at at your school, you're getting less money. Why? Because the programs that's bringing in the most money are getting the most money, anyways. Why the why the programs down here that's kind of mediocre, they don't get the same money that these athletes get. I know that for a fact. I'm not speaking. I'm not speaking out of you know how, how I feel. I'm speaking facts. These are facts here. So I the, the, the NCAA is they need to change this rule. They need to change the rule. You know? Now, that's going to be it for today's show, guys. Make sure you tune in every single weekday. Like I said, Monday through Friday, we back on. Um, here on the Unpopular Pan Podcast, 12 noon East uh, Mountain Standard Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, the show will be available every single day at 1 p.m. Uh, Mountain Standard Time, 3 p.m. Um, Eastern Standard Time. Make sure you guys follow my Instagram and Twitter. Uh, Grand Hefe G R A N X J E F E. Make sure you guys also follow me on Tuesday, Thursdays, and Sundays. RTF Sports Live. Uh, if, if I normally post the links on all of my social media, uh, so uh, you so you guys can uh, can can follow along. But if you want, go YouTube, type in RTF Sports or RTF Production, and you will. Uh, it'll come up, turn on those post notifications. Um, that way you can get notified whenever we go live. We will be live tomorrow. Make sure you tune in. Uh, I will see you guys. Um, see you guys tomorrow, man. Uh, I want to say thank you for all the support. Uh, I really appreciate it. Uh, from the bottom. It it really means a lot to to all the people that download the unpopular opinion podcast and and to continue support. We're going to grow. And, uh, and when we do the ones that that's been here, man, Hey, listen, we gonna turn up, you know. A lot of people, a lot of people, don't get on the wave. A lot of people don't support you, but I'm telling you, we will blow. We will blow. I- With that being said, I'm out of here, you two.